is going to talk about the role of a forest-based educator and talk about three different components that you can add to teaching and the roles of the teachers as well. So let's talk about forest-based education, nature-based education, as we can call it. When I tell you that children more than ever need to go outside, it is simply not a joke. We have seen a decline, a steep, steep decline in children not going outside anymore. And this is directly affecting them. You know, um, across the country, we have more children that are doing virtual learning. And that goes for child development centers and schools overall. So nature-based education is needed more than ever, is needed more than ever. And so what does that mean? Basically, children are learning outside of the four walls of a classroom. And everything that you teach inside of a classroom, a child can learn in a nature-based environment. They can learn every concept, anything that you want to teach. They can learn it outside of the four walls. And a lot of times the children are the compass too. So there are lessons that sometimes are teacher directed. There are lessons that are child initiated as well. But we will get into that in later podcasts. But right now, let's talk about the importance and why it's so necessary to have nature-based programs across the country. Well, number one, it provides hands-on learning experiences for children. A lot of different things that they can learn inside of the classroom, they can simply learn outside. And children have more opportunity to become more independent. It builds self-esteem and confidence when they discover something new. And it also allows for appropriate play-based education. Not only that, it builds healthy immune systems. And our school is also inclusive. So that means children that have some type of um, special needs or differing ability can also participate in these activities as well. So overall, everybody can benefit from it. Even the teachers too. You can benefit from it as well. I remember being a teacher and going to the forest and children being excited every time we went into the forest. It was such an adventure for them. And I learned something new about my teaching practices and my approach. And every time they asked me a question or we did an activity, it was always a spark of curiosity too. So let's get into our nature-based programs more and let's get going with that so our children can learn and be engaged and they can learn all of these different components, right? So I talked about the benefits of it, but let's also talk about our role too as educators. So when we're outside with the children, you know, a lot can go on while you're transitioning and while you're trying to set up and the management of it and the setup of it and having clear goals about what you're doing is very, very important. But let's talk about how everybody can play a role into, um, initiating these activities, even if you're doing something that is child-led. So when we're walking into the forest, it's very important um, that we have a transition plan, meaning that children, either you're singing a song or children know what to expect before they get there. So sometimes you might want to do this before you go outside. You could cover some different topics in morning circle and large group. You can make a class class book about it. But 
children need to know what to expect a little bit, have some expectations about what they will be doing before they get out there. So all educators need to be hands on deck. Every educator needs to know the lesson in and out and the content that is moving forward, right? You need to really, really make sure that you kind of have this lesson plan embedded in your soul, so to speak. So when you get out there, um, you might have a little bit of nervousness. You might like, oh, I don't really know how this lesson is going to go. And sometimes if the lesson does not necessarily go is what exactly is written on the lesson plan or the paper or whatever that you're following, it's totally okay. But you still need to have some clear goals about what you're doing in the forest. So there's three roles that I would like to highlight when it comes to nature-based education. Number one is the facilitator. Oh, and I forgot to mention too, um, when I'm always doing a podcast, I always tell people to get a pen and paper or a notebook. So even if you want to pause this podcast right now and go get something to write with, this will be a very, very good opportunity to do that. I should have mentioned that in the beginning of the podcast, but I apologize. So go ahead and pause it, get your pen and paper and jump back in. Okay. All right. So hopefully you got your pen and paper in your notebook now. So there's three roles that I'm going to highlight. The facilitator is number one, the manager, number two, the recorder, number three. Okay. So if you want, while you're writing this, if you want to do three different columns, or if you want to list it as one, two, three, and just leave some space um, after each role, then do that um, right now. So the facilitator, the manager, the recorder, the facilitator, the manager, the recorder. Okay. So the facilitator. Now, this person is the person that will, so to speak, lead the group, lead the group. They will facilitate discussions and the activities with the children. Now, everybody will be hands on deck, of course. And if you are a classroom that just utilizes two teachers, or if you have three, you know, you can have one teacher to meet two roles, or it can be interchangeable. But everybody's going to know the lesson, so to speak, right? But we still need a point person to kind of lead the activity or kind of get it going at first. So if you have a, a person that facilitates in the beginning, and then you have another person that facilitates towards the end, that is totally fine. Long as somebody is meeting these roles somewhere. So the, lead, the facilitator, the leader is initiating the activity and the discussion. They organize the children and they know the content and the lesson plan in and out especially for children that are going to ask different questions. And, and these are the different things that you want to um, inspire children to do, right? These are the different things you want to inspire children to do. So for example, if you're walking in the forest, you're in the head of the line, you might be leading the transition song while you're walking into the forest. And then if you're at the gathering blanket, you will also maybe facilitate that as well. 
you know, you might sing a song, let's come to the blanket now, blanket now, or whatever you would have to do, you are the facilitator. Meanwhile, the manager and the recorder is, is helping as well, but the children are keyed in, they're zoned in on you. And this is an opportunity too, where you can also discuss the different roles um, when you go back to the classroom. You know, this can be ongoing conversation as well. So this is the facilitator, the person that is going to lead the discussion, you know, prompt, um, open-ended questions, all of those things. Now you have the manager. Now you have the manager, okay? So the manager. The manager is the person that's also skilled in transitions as well, but they oversee the entire group. So if you have the facilitator that is the speaker, so to speak, you know, like I'm doing right now, I'm narrating, I'm the speaker. The manager is making sure that they are really, really keen on everybody in sight. They see all of the children. They might, you know, they're they're looking, they're helping the facilitator. If uh, the facilitator is engaging and talking, they're still going to be with that group, but they might, you know, look around and oversee the grounds around and make sure that everything is okay. And, you know, the children are settled, they're safe. That is the manager of the group there. Um, so they o- oversee the entire group. If something unpredictable happens, so say, for instance, if a child happens to fall or a child, <laughs> you know, um, they need a Band-Aid, they need first aid assistance or something, the manager will handle that. And the facilitator will continue to facilitate the group. Because remember, the children are all keen on the facilitator. Okay? So the manager will handle the unpredictable situations, any occurrences. If some something happens, a type of emergency, you need to use your walkie or communicate with an administrative staff or somebody at the school, the manager will be designated for that. So, you know, also to teachers, this is something that you might want to discuss before you get outside. So if you have a certain designated day, you know, Tuesdays for sure. Um, When I was in the classroom, I would try to go out um, every Tuesday or every Thursday to the forest or something like that, do some type of um, nature-based activity. So this is something that you can discuss. Okay, this, you know, Thursday, I'll be the facilitator. You can be the manager. You can be record or whatever. And then if it needs to be interchangeable, you can do that. That's something that you guys already discussed. This will be very helpful, too, because it keeps you organized. And it also kind of keeps everybody up on their toes as to what they need to do. Last but not least is the recorder. It's the recorder. So, you know, a lot of times when you take the children outside and you're engaging in activities and things like that, there is a lot of different things going on. A lot of times children will say something absolutely amazing. Different um, discoveries will happen. And, you know, you need someone there to capture this. Of course, you know, the facilitator and the manager can do this, but you still kind of need a designated person to help with the recording as well. The recorder can also be the person that makes sure that you have all the tools that that are needed for the forest activity. 
whatever that is. So they make sure that they're bringing the iPad. They make sure they have the camera. They make sure they have the recorder. They make sure that if there's a certain app that is being used that needs to be downloaded on the iPad, they will do that. Um, they will use that and get that set up before and test it out and all those things. So that is the recorder. The person that is going to take some type of observational notes for you to track all of this experience that the children are having as well. So say, for instance, you know, the facilitator now becomes the recorder. Maybe, you know, you guys decide, okay, we're at the gathering blanket. We've done an activity. Now we're about to go out and explore. So I'm going to have 10 children with this teacher. 10 is going to go here or whatever you decide to divide up, which is totally fine. I would suggest staying in the same area to make sure that nothing, um, you want to make sure that risk management is into play too. You have the best practices of risk management too. So that's something just just to consider. But if you decide to divide up, well, if you divide up, then that person, that manager may become the facilitator at that point. And they need some type of, you know, they want to jot something down. The responsibility of the recorder too is to make sure that everybody has enough material just in case to do some type of observational note. So you might have like three little mini, um, I don't know, three mini notepads somewhere in your backpack or something like that. Or you might have a little camera um, that you can utilize, but yes. So those are some of the different roles that we can do to kind of carry out um, our mission as to making sure that children have very great play-based experiences because we want to make sure that everybody, we have buy-in from everybody. We have buy-in from everybody, meaning that everybody is a willing participant. You know, the children are a willing participant. The teachers are a willing participant. Even if you was to have a volunteer, these are some of the things that you can go over. A lot of times parents might say, oh, I would really love to volunteer. I really want to go on your walk. You know, we're going to go into more of talking about the forest curriculum and really getting um, stakeholders involved. And you might have a parent that says, you know, I want to get involved somehow. So maybe one day you can explain to them, okay, when we go out into the forest, we usually have an activity. We went over with the children already. Um, would, do you mind being the recorder or do you mind being the manager? Okay, what does the manager do? Uh, we're going to, usually we'll sing a song while we're heading out there. So you can, you know, help sing the song or, you know, all of these different things. You know, you are the educator. You know your parents more better than anybody. So this is another way that you can kind of um, get conversations going, even in your weekly emails too, because people need to know these roles as well. Maybe the parents really need to know the benefits of children going into the forest, having nature-based education. <laughs> they need to have this history. They need to know this type of research as well, because a lot of them might not know. Some of them might know, and a lot of them might not know. So these are just some cues that you can use um, when you're communicating with your parents. Last but not least, I want to go over something that you can have in your backpacks. So of course, you're going to have your first aid kit already. Um, that should be in your backpack. 
But another thing that could possibly be in your pet backpack, I call this is the easy bag or a nature bag or something. It can be a Ziploc bag, but there are going to be four to five essential items that you can use in your separate bag. You can put it in a big, big book bag as well that will be beneficial for you in the forest. Number one, have a pair of binoculars in there. You know, have a pair of binoculars. Um, it could be a pair of binoculars out of the science area. It doesn't have to be the very big kind, but have a pair of binoculars in there. Why? Because, you know, you're in the forest and you're going to do different activities and stuff. And maybe you need to kind of see before you actually walk into an area. The binoculars can be very helpful for you if you're engaging in conversation. The children want to see something up close. Binoculars, okay? That's something that you can have easily accessible. A small little flashlight. Yes, it might be the daytime, but maybe they want to look up look at something a little bit closer as well to discover things. You know, when I was in the forest, there were sometimes these little dark spots in certain places um, too. And sometimes maybe you don't want to also, might not always want to just use your hands or different things like that. You, It's just a tool that you can use. So use like a small little flashlight, some scissors um, as well. Grab a pair of scissors, small notepad, you know, um, the recorder will also have a small notepad and an iPad, but you can have something additional in there just in case. Have a small, small notepad. Um, but yeah, so that is going to be your easy nature bag that you can use a Ziploc bag for. You can use like a little small canvas bag, but that's something that you can have easily accessible for you for as an educator and the children to use um, in your explorations. So hopefully this was helpful for you. Um, we will have more podcasts to come as well. And the biggest thing is that I want all educators to know is that this is a journey for you and the children. And even if you're not comfortable just yet knowing um, what to do inside and out, it is a journey. It is a journey and it's totally okay. And just like in the classroom where children need ongoing experiences and they need um, multiple experiences of problem solving and multiple experiences of learning things, learning about expectations and different things like that. It's the same for nature-based education as well. And remember, it's not necessarily always about you being the expert, but you can be co-learners in this process because children, when they're really engaging and getting in there, you'll notice that they will also become um, master observers as well. So this this could be a lot, a lot of fun. So if you're a little nervous about it, it's okay. If you've been out into the forest and you, you're excited about it, it's great. You know, it's, we are all a village in this and we want to do this so children will have the best opportunities possible. Just, a, just imagine if you had this opportunity as a child and children need this more than ever because remember, they're not going outside. Um, a lot in the, you know, so they have like a nature <laughs> deficiency already. They're not going outside a lot and they don't have a lot of um, different opportunities because multiple variables. So this will be awesome. This will be great. So educators continue doing your best, continue doing a great job. Share this with other teachers if you like as well. And I look forward to recording more content for you. Have a great day.